Okay. Caitlin was just making fun of me doing my <laughs> affirmations. I've just um, never seen you do it. Well, it's a widget on my lock screen. So I have an app that it changes up my affirmations. You can change it, like the cadence. I think of mine is like 10 times a day. It changes the affirmation. Oh, that's cool. And so you're supposed to pay for it. But <laughs> I just closed out of the app when it said to like pay for it. Yeah. I just closed the app. I was like, oh, never mind. I'm not doing this. And I was able to add the widget still to my home screen. It's not in my subscriptions on my Apple thing. And like, what? They're still there. I don't know. I think I, I think I found a, a cheat code. Um, so anyway, I'm not going to say but the name of the app, but. Um, that's my like my lucky affirmation. I am so lucky and good things happen to me. Um, everything just works out for me. That's yeah. mine. Um, but this one right now is I am feeling positive that today is a good day. That's a good one. That's this. And then I can save them too. And they're like, they have like a pretty background. So let's just see. Um, Do oh, you get repeats? No, not yet. Um, or I haven't noticed. That it's How long have you been doing it? Like, oh, like two weeks. Oh, and you haven't gotten any repeats. That's pretty I don't good. think so. But you take a little survey on the app and oh. of things you want it to be. So like this too shall pass was one earlier. Okay. And then let me see what other ones I've saved. Uh, I recognize how my grateful heart opens doors to abundance. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. And then let's see. I have more. I no longer let people's opinion of me affect me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I welcome this new season with calm confidence. I like that one. Yeah. I have a bunch. It, pretty much I save them if I really like them. And then I can put them in a folder. And then <clears throat> if I need them. Um, I am more powerful than anything or anyone that triggers my anger and threatens my peace. Ooh, we need that one for Jocelyn. I need that one <laughs> on my mirror, on everything. Um, put it right next to your work laptop. Totally. <laughs> I understand that. Oh, wait. I can't read. Uh, I understand that to embrace new beginnings, I must let go of what is holding me back. Mm, There's so one. many good ones. Those are good. I also have a whole Pinterest board of affirmations. I like it. And I have had people say, oh my God, send me the link. Drop the link. Have you noticed a difference since you started looking I'm, at these affirmations? Yes, totally. And not just these ones, but like just... Being in general, yeah, and listening to different podcasts and like kind of like the woo woo things that I would have called woo woo before, yeah. um, definitely. And I just think back to how I used to be, and wow, like I can't even my mindset, I was so negative, so no. negative, and I'm so not negative these days. The woo woos are on to something, they with that. are. They so are. Um, one really good podcast that I listen to, I'm not even done listening to it yet, um, is the Huberman Lab. I'm obsessed with that podcast. Um, okay, hold on. I don't want to butcher it. it. He's like, he's a professor. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm going to look it up because I don't want to, I don't want to butcher it. Dr. Andrew Huberman. Um, let's see. Is there an about section? There is. What a guy. Can I just say, okay, wait, I was talking to somebody <laughs> about this, and he's a professor. Let's see where he is. Uh, Andrew Huberman, PhD, 
is a neuroscientist and tenured professor in the Department of Neurobiology and by courtesy, uh, that's what this says, Psychiatry and Behavioral Sciences at Stanford School of Medicine. So, okay, let me just, I'm just going to, Caitlin, because I know what you're going to say. This is not the best picture of him, but, like, imagine <laughs> this comes into your classroom, like, hello. Okay, I like him. I do, too. <laughs> so I'm like. That's not what I was expecting. Imagine that walks into your classroom, like, first day of school, and you're like, well, howdy, sailor. Sign me up for every class. Literally. So, um, his podcast is really good. He had um, Adam Grant on and his oh, book, yeah. I Want to Read. It's like on my yeah. TBR. Um, and, or, you know, uh, Think Again. That's the book mm-hmm. uh, that I have on my TBR. I think he has written multiple books. Um, but it's really long, but it's really good. And they had some really good tips. Just like uh, they never make notes in their phones. Mm-hmm. Like they have a notebook all the time mm-hmm. and they're handwriting notes. Um which I'm about to read uh, all of my podcast notes out of my phone, so um, hasn't quite stuck yet. But I find that handwriting notes helps me remember better. That's they. I think they say something like that. Like there was a study. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. Is like in the podcast, they're like, "There's a study," you know. Yeah. Like they're not like we yeah. think it helps. They're like, "No, it for sure helps." There's a study on that. Yeah. So yeah, like I I really like it. So anyway, there's that. Um, switching gears a little bit. So like some things we've been consuming recently. I have Wonka on here to discuss. Oh yeah. Thoughts. You just saw it yesterday. I loved it. It was unhinged. I don't think it was unhinged though. Okay. The part, I'm mostly talking about the part where they lie to Mrs. Scrubbit and tell her that what's his name is a Bavarian Lord or whatever. And then he comes down in that outfit and, like, just bends over and does all the nastiest stuff. I don't think I would call it unhinged, but, like, I thought it was funny. Also, I loved Olivia Coleman. Oh, yeah, totally. But I love the crown. And it was nice to see her as something completely different. Yeah, totally. Um, Okay. I really loved it, too. I thought it was, like, perfect. I actually really enjoyed Timothy Chalamet's performance. Mm -hmm. I bought the popcorn bucket that's the suitcase. Oh my gosh. Chewie's going to be barking in the background a little bit. It is what it is. It is what it is, guys. Um, he's a guard dog. Yeah, he's he's pressed out there. He is just not excited about this. Um, okay, so no, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I really thought that um, I was really nervous about the Hugh Grant Oompa Loompa of it all. I loved it. I loved it too, but I was really nervous about it. I was too, but it, I ended up really liking it. Yeah. Um, we also saw Anyone But You, and I actually really enjoyed that. Like, it is definitely cheesy. It's rom-com, like, it's you know. Glenn, what's his Glenn name? Powell right? Glenn and Powell and Sydney Sweeney. That's it. It was actually, um, like, really cute, and I had been looking for a show or a movie or something like a romance that was like beachy that wasn't mm-hmm. like just go with it that was yeah. more you know or Mamma Mia 2 you know both like, excellent movies both excellent movies but like I I've I was looking for something else you know and this does that because they're in Australia it's um Holiday you see Glenn sun. Powell's butt you know we're always down for some male nudity <laughs> in a movie it's always like women especially Glenn now Powell. yeah totally he's like ripped he's fine this. um 
so yeah, it was it was really cute. Um, Eric went with to the movies and he enjoyed it um, as well. Um, I don't know about his feelings on Glenn Powell's butt, <laughs> um, but I'll ask him on the next pod. I'll put a I note. Mean, he loves Val Kilmer. He does love Val Kilmer, but we won't we won't uh, you know we'll let him talk about that. Um, yeah. You know, in his own time. We aren't going to out him right now completely. Too late. Um, there might be some spoilers, because I also wanted to talk about Akatar. That's fine. I'm almost done with well, Akka War. I, I meant people listening. Oh. There could be spoilers. Like, I just want to know. Okay. Take your temperature on it. How okay. are you feeling? Um, Who are your faves? Who do you hate? I love Reese. Okay. Pharaoh's still kind of annoying. Okay. I dislike her less than I did before. Okay. I wish that she would stop, and it's it has stopped somewhat, but I wish that she would stop being like, I'm illiterate. We get it. Literally. You couldn't read, and yeah. now you can. Like, we understand. 100%. Stop using that. Just, like, move on. Yeah. Um, as much as I'd love to reassure you that, like, you're never going to feel that <laughs> way again about Feyre, that, like, you know, she is, like kind of being the worst. Like, yeah. I'm not saying she is the worst, but she does act like the worst sometimes. And there is more of that. I don't think in the book you're in, but like in, yeah. in the fifth one, mm-hmm. <coughs> Akasif. Mm-hmm. Um, I did inadvertently see a spoiler. Mm, okay. I What's mean, the spoiler about the, her and Reese, uh, having relations in the sky over Valaris. Oh, Apparently sure. that's in the novella. Yeah. I inadvertently I mean, saw that while whatever. I was scrolling TikTok. It doesn't tell me anything. No, I, it doesn't matter. I just have lots of questions. The novella means like almost nothing. So. Um, let's see. I like Reese. Farah mm-hmm. has grown on me mm-hmm. ever since she got her revenge on, spoiler, the priestess. Oh yeah, I am the... Um, I wish there was more to that, but... I think it was good for what it was. Yeah. And like, I think too, the big part with that is that she was like touching Lucian inappropriately. So she messes up her hand. Yes. Repeatedly. Like it's actually kind of messed up. Like when you think about it in like IRL, you're like, whoa, actually that's pretty. The biggest part for me was the mental part of it. Like, how she was, like, getting in her mind. Yeah, for sure. And, like, made her mess up her own hand, but also, like, changed her thoughts and her memories. Yeah. That part, to me, was, like, okay, I, you're growing on me a little bit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, that, I don't know, that right after that, when they're on the run, and, like, Eris yes. catches them, and, like, he, they, the Eris thinks, like, he's got them. Yeah. And then in comes Cassian yeah. and Asriel, and they're like, don't touch our high lady. Like, oh, my God. That's my favorite thing ever. I was surprised. We've just, another spoiler. I'm very sorry. No, we're do, we, we We've said just spoilers. found out that Jurian was, like, a double agent. But they're, uh, they I, all, I would, well, that's where I left off. Like, I haven't yeah, read past like, it. Yeah, like, ish. Like, he was helping. <clears throat> he's not, like. He's not the, he's not the bad guy I thought he was. I don't know if I well, would call we don't him know good. Yet. We don't really know yet. There's still a whole battle to happen. And it was a whole, I got to the whole conversation where he's like, you didn't read my mind? Have they, um, have they 
gotten where are you to the part yet? The wall is down. They attacked Highburn attacked and the wall is down. And they're moving from the spring to the summer court. Highburn's army is moving from the spring okay, to the summer court. Okay, but I mean, that doesn't mean as much to me, but did they meet with the human queens and, like... Not the human queens. They met with the lord and his son that Elaine was engaged to. Got it. That's where I left off. Caitlin, no. I've you got, like, four so hours of the book left. left. <laughs> which, like, is one night of reading. So. Yeah. So, because they need... They have the one half of the book... That they, the book, they went to, you already know that the water wraith, like. Oh, yeah, I know about that. Yeah, but they need the other half of the book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have it yet, right? No. Okay. Um, okay, so yeah. Yeah. That's, there's, there's like a really sick part before, like, like, you're going to be like, okay, Pharaoh, like, damn. I mean, I hope so. I want to like her, but there's just stuff that makes me dislike her. She... She has like a badass moment. I'm I can appreciate that. She does. Um yeah, she so does. And yeah, it's it's I good. can appreciate that. I don't have to like her to appreciate that. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, there's like that and then when you get to the end of this one, like I almost just want you to sit here and listen to it while I'm sitting nearby and just hear Should I film it? Um, well, I don't even know when to tell you to film because that's the thing with the graphic audio version is like, it doesn't really tell you chapters. Like it just keeps going. And so I don't really know where to even tell you, but it's like the end, like final battle there. And it's not even a Feyre Reese moment. It's, Mm -hmm. it's two other characters. You said someone dies in this one, right? Um, I mean, there's a, there's a battle. There's a lot of, but like a central character dies. I have been purposely trying not to see any spoilers like i haven't watched that lawyer andrew guy talk Uh about it because i don't want to see anything he's beyond you he's past where you are he's in like a court of silver flame or something yeah he just did the novella and he's Mm. like it was like a hallmark movie you know because it really isn't that serious the is the the novella novella from Feyre's perspective also so only a court of silver flame is from nesta's perspective yes okay yes um but yeah, there's some going to be some alarming things that you, but like, you're going to be like, it's going to be heartwarming at times. And then you're going to be like, oof, you know, like there's, there's definitely Caitlin. There's sometimes you're going to need to just like, you're going to have palpitations. You're going to be like, wait, what's, is that really happening? Like, well, that's when you told me that I might have to put the book down and walk away after the Ianthe part. I was like, oh no, I need to keep listening to Okay, this. good. Cause it was my next part. Yeah. And then. Um, yeah, it's a little slow in the middle, and then it really picks up, though. Yeah. Like, it really picks also, up. Also, I'm gonna need Tamlin to get a hobby. Yeah, he needs a hobby. Because he just comes into this meeting all late, you can't even be on time, I and know. then just starts talking about the little noises that Farah makes before she... Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna go into that. You know. Colors, yeah. Before she colors. If you've seen Sex in the City <laughs> too, you get it. I've never seen it, I don't know. Mm. Got it. Um, okay, well, you know, we know what it means. Anyway, so, yeah, he's just, like, I don't know. Like, get a hobby. Small D-E, not B-D-E. L-D-E. S- oh, I say a small, not little. Oh, S-D-E. Yeah. Um, totally. But, 
Like, All right. man, she doesn't I want you wait. anymore. It's okay. I can't wait for you to get to that. Um, okay, but we'll just go into, like, the main topic we're going to talk about in this episode, which is, which you didn't watch it, but I did, and you, but you know all the details. Yes. The um, Gypsy Rose Blanchard docu- documentary, docu-series, mm-hmm. whatever it is. I was really intrigued because it said it was going to be... Um, it said to be continued at the end of the six episodes. I thought oh. it was just six episodes. What's it on? Lifetime. Life. Oh. Oh. Lifetime. Interesting. Very interesting. So, yeah, it said to be continued at the end, but it was six parts. It uh, Two episodes each day this weekend. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh. Six parts. They're recorded on Sling, if you want to okay, uh, watch. watch. Um so, and then she was on, uh, her and her husband, Ryan, were on Vile Files mm-hmm. um, t- today. And I watched that, too. So, and I think you watched I that. I got about halfway through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, So, but you know all the things, which I just was like, I knew about it. I knew of the show, The Act, with Joey mm-hmm. King, where, like, it's basically, like, her story, or it's, like, adapted from her story. Mm-hmm. Um, she talks about that a little bit in the Vile Files um, episode. Um but yeah, it was it was horrific. Definitely, mm-hmm. like like I don't know if there's trigger warnings online somewhere for it, but like definitely like take a look at that because there was one part in the very first episode where I called mom and was like, "Are you gonna watch this?" And she was like, "No, I wasn't planning on it." And I said, "Okay, you shouldn't." So Is there sexual abuse. Yeah, from the grandfather. Oh yeah, she yeah. talks about that. So, but then the grandfather is part of it. So they asked the I, grandfather. Okay, that was on my list to talk about because uh-huh. they talked about it on the vile files. Yeah, about her grandfather's reaction, and I don't uh, well, know what it was. We will talk about that. Um, I, this is I'm what sure my he's denying, say. but uh, yeah, but Caitlin, you will be like literally. Look, I have the grandpa with the throwing up emoji. Okay, oh, God. so just wait. But like we hear from him before we know about this because I had no idea about that part. Oh, I knew. So about that. no, I know, but I didn't. Yeah. So then he it was interviewed about other stuff before, and then I'm like, the one we just saw. Why is he involved in this? Like, why would he sit down mm-hmm. to be interviewed if he knew this could come out? That's typical predator so, behavior. Oh, just wait. What his reaction oh, is typical predator behavior. Great. So the my notes, I'm going to just go through my notes because it's like literally in, like it's kind of in order, but not really. Um, but I have the least horrific thing was the fraud the mom was doing. So yes. like, that's the least horrific part. I'm kind of like, okay, like. Yeah, uh, if that was all she was doing was just like, you know, oh, we're getting a bunch of stuff from Make-A-Wish. Like, it's terrible. The shoplifting and the fraud is the least. Totally. And, it. like, it's fine. Like, I mean, it's horrific. Like, she shouldn't have been doing that. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. But, like, compared to all the other stuff, all the other details of this yeah. situation, that was, like, child's play. Mm-hmm. Like, truly. It was, it was... It was really the nothing. The least horrific part is what I have in my notes. On the grand scale of things she could be doing, it's an yeah. amoeba. Totally. Like, and there were there were some details that I didn't know about this. Like, so, you mm-hmm. know, I, like a lot. Because I was just like, I knew yeah. the story from online. Like, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't follow it. I didn't right. know. I knew, like, the act. I knew that. I didn't watch the show, but I knew because, like, I'm a Joey King fan. Yeah. So, you know, I saw she yeah. she did press for that, you know, whatever. And I love all things true crime, so Yeah, and I, was I all don't over it. that's not my thing. But um so like the abuse, you know, that was definitely something I didn't I mean I knew about like from her mother, but the mm-hmm. grandfather I didn't know about. And then um 
um, Gypsy being addicted to pain medication. Mm -hmm. I didn't know about that either. So, um, which I mean makes so much sense that she had like substance abuse issues because she talks about it that she would escape. It would be like, you know, an escape from her life during that. The thing that hit me the hardest was her, I think it was her lawyer Mm -hmm. said that most of his clients when they go to prison Mm -hmm. or jail or Mm -hmm. whatever, um, they lose weight when they go in there because you only get your three meals a day and mm-hmm. that's it. And mm-hmm. the meals, it meal is a generous term for what it is they're feeding these people. Mm-hmm. She gained weight. Mm-hmm. So that's how underfed she was. Yeah. Which is sure. horrible in and of itself. Yeah. But I just, that's mind blowing to me that she gained weight and pr- like she was better off in prison yeah. than where she was. Yeah. That's crazy. And I don't know. I was kind of cracking up. Well, we'll get to it. There was a part where I'm like, uh, I have some funny parts to this um, that we'll get to. But um, let me go to my next one. Uh, Oh, my gosh. The part. So in the in the documentary, Uh she says it's her sitting for an interview and she's in prison still in the documentary. Okay. so this was like the day before her parole uh, hearing. Okay. So this had been going on, but they say it's like in text on the screen at the beginning of every episode of it um, that the producers of the documentary had been interviewing her in person and over the phone for 18 months. Okay. So it was, they know each other, you know, like I'm sure that they become like, you know, close. You have a soft spot for that person because no matter what they've done, you know, like it Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Um, So she actually says like the first day she was in prison, she like was walking in like the yard, like the, you know, outside where Mm -hmm. they can go outside. And she was like, I felt free. Even though I was in prison, I was like, wow, like, I feel free. Like, and the the documentary person interviewing her, the producer, she was like, oh, my God, you're going to make me cry. Like, you can hear her say that. Yeah. And, like, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I bet. Like, oh. Like, I have children and I could, I can't imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The state of mind someone has to be in to do that to your kids. Mm -hmm. And for 20 years she did that yeah um i mean at all let alone 20 years yeah of abuse well and my question because i i didn't know very many details about this whole thing i knew just like you know munchausen by proxy Mm -hmm. um like i knew that but i didn't know all the details of this at all but one thing I thought was like, okay, where's the dad? And then like we watched the documentary and he's like, he's very involved in the documentary and he's very just like, he totally blames himself. He's like, Mm -hmm. I just, it was, he says at one point, like it was very hard not to believe Mm -hmm. the mom, Mm -hmm. you know, like it was very hard and he, they, they moved. So he wasn't Mm -hmm. right there. Right. You know, so like they moved around and like he's in Louisiana right. and they were in Missouri for right. a while. And... and they're low income. They don't have access to. Exactly. Services to get a lawyer to go to court to fight for custody yeah. or visitation or whatever. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, that was my big question. Like, where's mm-hmm. the dad? And um, he, you know, he really the guilt he must feel and i I mean he talks about it but like the guilt and like i know the stepmom like his wife she was you know in it a lot as well Mm -hmm. and i kind of like that they were in it separately like they're married still but they were in it they had their own individual interviews um 
the stepmom, like, first of all, I just have, like, the dad and the stepmom, like, I, Christy is her name, and um, I loved her. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to tell you, you should watch the documentary because they, are, they have thick Louisiana Oh, I've, I've seen other interviews with oh, them. Oh, my God. I was like, whoa, this yeah. is crazy. Um, so they have, like, that really thick accent. That, like, Cajun <clears throat> Creole yes. accent. Yeah. Totally. So I was like, whoa. And it sometimes you forget because sometimes it doesn't really come mm-hmm. out. And then it's something, they'll say something and you're like, whoa. I do have to watch it with subtitles. When I watch so them. I didn't need to. It was fine. But yeah, it was. Sometimes it's pretty thick. Yeah. The grandpa had the thickest yeah. um, accent, which we'll come back to the dad and, and the stepmom. But um, we'll go into the grandpa. So the grandpa, like I said, he's like being, he's talking about you know, the dynamic when they Mm -hmm. lived closer. And at one point, um, Dee Dee, that's the mom Mm -hmm. and Gypsy lived with them Mm -hmm. with him and his wife. Mm -hmm. There's some crazy things. Do you know about this with the wife? Oh my God. This I didn't know either. So Dee Dee didn't like his wife. Mm -hmm. So Dee Dee had like broken her leg or something or her ankle Mm -hmm. or, and she, so they lived with there. That's when the abuse happened. Like, you know, um, the assault, like when Gypsy was a child, the CSA. Yes. So that's when that happened. But um, Dee Dee did not like the grandpa's wife. It's not her mother. It's, it was his stepmother. Wife. Yeah, or his her wife. her stepmother, but his wife. Um, so apparently, allegedly, he would go to work and Dee Dee would cook, and she would put Roundup in the food mm-hmm. that her name was Laura, I think, mm-hmm. was gonna eat. And so over time, like, she got very sick and mm-hmm. died. And had mm-hmm. a very, like, literally, one of Dee Dee's cousins was like, Laura had a very slow and painful death. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, not been proven that that's what happened, but that's no. what everyone said. This is allegedly. Alleged, yeah. But, um, woo, man. But, I mean, it tracks with totally. the behavior we now know. Yes, yes. And I think maybe, um, maybe Dee Dee felt, like, threatened or something by Laura. Maybe she thought Laura was onto her, or she just didn't, like an interloper in the circle i don't know yeah absolutely well and i have a question because they talked about how the csa of gypsy rose took place when she was nine Mm -hmm. was she actually nine because for a long time she didn't know her birthday um yeah so they talk about that a lot but i don't know that i think she was actually nine not that it really makes a difference but like yeah, so I think she was at, so she definitely wasn't like older than that. Like my concern was if she younger than that. No, because she never was no, because let me just my brain's not going to work here for a second because it's because, like she always thought she was like so if she was really 9, she thought she was 4. Right. So right. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So she wasn't Okay. She, you know what I mean? Yeah. So she was always thinking she was 5 years younger than she was but or 4 years. If she not if she thought she was nine, was she like 14? You know what I mean? No, I don't think so. I I'm not that it so. matters, but like if she was. You just want to know. Yeah. But well, no, I don't some, think so. In some states, f- under five years old is a whole different level of charging they, for. She wasn't. She was. No, it was. She says nine in okay. the thing. And she, this is her present day saying she was nine. Oh, okay. So okay. it's not like. Yeah. So she's been through therapy and she's worked all, you know, all that out. I, I'm assuming she said nine. So that's what we're going to go yeah. with is that she said nine. So, you know, they talk about it and um, 
she tells the producers about that. And then the, we go back and I'm like, wait, the grandpa we just saw being interviewed earlier in this episode, like uh, what? And all the audacity, literally. And then the producer, like you, I love that. Like the, you hear the producer asking the question. Well, Is it Gypsy a man or said, a woman? Woman. Oh. Gypsy told us that there was some abuse that took place in this house is how she says it. And he's like, oh, 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 oh. and he's like, no, no, never. I never. And it's like, oh, no. Who said it was you? Who said it was you? That's what yeah. I'm thinking. That You're telling on yourself. Didn't say that. And then he said, I never. He goes, when she was four years old, she tried to touch me. That's Excuse what he said. Me? That's what he said. I swear to God, that's what he said. When she was four, I had to keep telling her, no, no, she kept trying to touch me inappropriately. He said that. And then a four-year-old swayed you to let them Uh, them touch you? No, he didn't say that. that, He said nothing ever happened. He just always had to say, no, no, you can't do that. That makes me sick. I Literally, that's why I put the barfing emoji on here, because it was so gross. And then in Vile Files, they talk about that. Um... They talk about that, and his, um, Nick's fiance Natalie, was on there, and she, she had about been, her, yeah. yeah, assaulted when she was a child, and, um, so they kind of, you know, they talk about that, and she says, you know, because a four-year-old mm-hmm. is, you know, like, you're putting that on a four-year-old? A four-year-old doesn't know, doesn't know the, the... Exactly. What that is, what that does. Exactly, exactly. Especially for someone of the opposite sex. Exactly. So she was just like, and, and Gypsy was like, 100%, you know, like, no, like, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. No, anybody that would actually believe that mm-hmm. needs to have their head evaluated. Totally. So, yeah, but that's what the grandpa responded with. And that's really all he says. And then you don't, we don't see him again. And then we do hear the producer on the, it's a phone interview with a producer with Gypsy in prison. Mm-hmm. And they t- say that the grandpa, what he said, and she was like, oh, wow, really? That's what he said. Like, okay. And yeah. Yeah. That makes me want to barf. I know. Oh my God. Yeah. So. Also because I have a five-year-old and yeah. that just. You do? I'm just kidding. I do. Um. So, yeah, it was just... I have a hard time when things are about kids the same age as my children. Yeah, for sure. So, I don't know. It was... Well, she was saying, Gypsy was saying on the phone on the, you know, to the producer, like, I was thinking about um, calling him and saying, you know, like, just for her own, for herself to move forward, mm-hmm. saying, like, I forgive you, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, that just nail in the coffin. I'm not doing that. I'm never speaking to him again, you know? Um, because he's never going to take accountability. Never. No. And that's one of the problems with pedophiles is they don't think what they've done is wrong. Yeah, for sure. So... Anyway, um, that happened, and then I kind of skip a few things just because, like, it's more of the same, like, a couple of the doctors were on that saw her, and um, it's kind of crazy. Like, I don't know, Gypsy is kind of like, well, I don't know if they, like, don't want to be sued or if they're covering their own butts, but, like, she would say, like, we had this conversation or this happened, or a doctor would say that this happened, Mm -hmm. and the producer would say, well, this is what the doctor said happened, and, or they said that never happened. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just very, like, he said, she said in some parts. Yeah. They're like, that never occurred, and it's like, "Mm okay. Well, the doctors have now had time to talk to their lawyers and get their stories straight. Well, they're sitting for this interview, you better, but they had a lawyer. There's a lawyer off camera somewhere. Oh, totally. So, um, but 
interesting that in Vile Files, she said that she has been looking yes. for a for a lawyer to take her case for um, like malpractice, and um, no one will take her case. I'm shocked she can't even get like a Saul Goodman type totally. from Breaking Bad well, to take maybe, her case. Maybe like now on Vile Files, somebody maybe. will you know reach out. Um, yeah. Anyway. I mean, I don't see how they don't have a case. Like, I mean, here's the deal. This is why I'm saying. They had the one doctor that realized they had different birthdays for Mm -hmm. her. Three different documents Mm -hmm. with three different birthdays. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, what? Like. No. And, like, I get that Dee Dee would, like, move her around and doctor shop and do all these things. Mm -hmm. But, like. You're still a mandated reporter, even if they don't come to you. Wait, one said, one of the doctors said, like, he had a suspicion, but you can't report on suspicion. You have to have some kind of proof. And that is true. Like, you I can't... thought it you just was a suspicion. All you had to have was suspicion. No, that he said you can't report on suspicion. You have to have some kind of proof. That... And then Gypsy also said that, though, in her one of her interviews. That just, how would anybody ever... I don't know. Because, okay, while Dee Dee Blanchard was, in my opinion, an awful human being for mm-hmm. what she did, mm-hmm. she wasn't stupid. Mm-hmm. No, totally. And she, she was very smart and very cunning, mm-hmm. despite what she looked like and how she acted. Mm-hmm. She's not going to make it that easy for you to get evidence to turn over to CPS, because this is yeah. her... This is her bread and butter. This is how she makes her living. Yeah. Is making sure her kid stays sick. Yes. So I'm looking up something that she did, um, like what the mom did, Mm -hmm. and I can't remember what all was in it. Hold on. Uh, 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 Don't get me wrong. I think that CPS is just generally awful. Um, Yeah. But. They did come to the house once. Well, a lot and of good that did. No, and and Gypsy says they never followed up. They said there were all these things, and then they never followed up. So I'm like, ooh, not you. Like, yeah. you know, just... I mean, just the things... Blowing up their spot. I'm gl- happy about it. Right. And, well, and just the things that I've heard our own mother talk about from her dealings mm-hmm. with CPS and her job, they are, for the most part, useless. Yeah. Um, there are some good ones. I'm not saying that every person that works for CPS is bad, but there it need there needs to be a better system because every person that should have been there to protect this child at the end of the day, that's what she was, mm-hmm. failed. Totally. And the one doctor who was all like the one who I feel like he he was saying like that didn't happen or he said mm-hmm. something happened and gypsies like that didn't happen. Yeah. Um he, they were like, what would you say to her if you could say something to her? And he was like, I, fa- I failed you. And so did the rest of them. So okay. he did say that. But it's One. just, yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, it is what it is. But um, let me just talk about this. Um, so she runs away when she's, like, actually 19, but she thought she was 15. She found mm-hmm. out she was 19. Yeah. And she ran away with this guy she had been, which, first of all, Caitlin, like, not to throw you under the bus, but, like, not Gypsy, like, literally having guys l- around the block lining up for her. 
I wasn't about to like run away with any of them though. No, no, I know. I'm just like, whoa, like not not Gypsy having like a, a more vibrant teen. dating life than you right now. Like, I know Gypsy, if Gypsy Rose can find love, so can I. Literally. So I'm just. I've like, never been arrested. No, I literally no. I'm just. Saying, I've never like, killed my mother. Gypsy, like, like she just had people writing to her. You she know. said 250 men wrote to her. Oh, oh I didn't know that. But she, she, it was like on Enter- Entertainment Tonight. Her and Ryan did Gypsy. an interview because she wasn't gonna answer, and Ryan was like, "Tell him, tell him," and she was like, "Okay." <laughs> oh my god, obsessed. And she was like, like 250 wrote to her. Ryan's been like egging her on, like if like in a I good know. way, in a good way. I kind of like him. No, I do too. Okay, can I just? I'm gonna jump to something really yeah. quick, just because we're talking about him. Um, I have on here. Um, they did Ryan dirty in some of these interview parts because he was like sweating and his yeah. hair was like all sweaty and I'm like poor Ryan. Those lights are hot. No, totally. <laughs> but I'm just like like get the man a paper towel, like blow fan him. something, like blow dry the ba- the just, one piece of wet like a hair. fan for his hand. I'm like... just like oh my god, you're like they did him dirty with that. That's um, sad. I know. I was just like okay, um, okay. So she meets this guy on like Mm -hmm. on dms this older man or no no she met him at like some like it was like like comic con but it wasn't like she went and she met this guy and like found out she's actually 19 Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they were dming on her like secret facebook account Mm -hmm. hold on i have to take a drink of water and he's like let's uh, like let's blow this popsicle stand like blah 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 yeah so she leaves Mm mm-hmm and she runs away, but she gets to, like, his friend's place, and he goes, well, actually, like, he said they're going to go to a different state. They're mm-hmm. going to get, she'll never find, the mom will never find her. Right. Well, they get to the friend's house where they're going to, like, you know, whatever, and he just got out of prison. He can't leave the state. The guy. Yeah. This was all in the act. They okay, talked okay. about this in the act. So then when... The, uh, when the mom finds Mm -hmm. her somehow, it was like kind of crazy how she found, like people from the event they went to, like they knew who it was. Mm -hmm. She, oh, she dropped her phone. Yeah. Knew she had been texting. So she gets the, the mom, like Loki a sleuth. Like, I mean, I guess when you're like doing all this bad stuff, you've got to be. I mean, even bad moms have decent intuition and know how to find things. So then she's like, I'm 19. I don't have to go with you when she shows up at Mm -hmm. the house. And she's like, well, if you go with me. I'll let you see him and blah, blah, blah. Well, that was a lie, obviously. Um, Which I'm like, I'm watching this and this has happened a couple times where you're like, which is the lesser of two evils? Like the creepy guy who's like kind of like grooming who he thought when he met her was 15. Yeah. And he's like, who's going to victimize you less? Literally. I mean, really, really. So I'm kind of like, oh gosh, like, but then in that case, I'm more about the devil, you know, yeah, agreed. But also, I wasn't conditioned mm-hmm. in yeah. my entire life just to listen to everything my mother said right. and not question it. <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> Mama tried. Uh, um, no, I hurt her feelings in kindergarten and she never tried to tell me anything again. So, um, <laughs> um, She still cries about forgetting my lunch. So yeah, yeah, there's yeah. that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so she gets back and then Gypsy says like, 
her mom chained her to the bed for two weeks. Yes, they, they do. They talk about that in the act. There's a part in the act where she's not chained to the bed, but she gets like a a silk tie and ties her to the oh. bed. No, she says chained with handcuffs. Okay, to the. I'm bed. sure it happened on a regular basis. And she said like then she was at her mercy, at her mom's mercy to like if she had to go to the bathroom, if she was completely dependent on her mom again, yeah. which is like what she want the mom. That's wanted. the fix that she needs. That, yeah, and so she wouldn't feed her every day either. She would like it yeah. is punishment. Yeah, and then she started like giving her little freedoms, like okay, you can take a bath by yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can go in the bathroom by yourself. Mm-hmm. You can go do this by yourself. And then what she did, and I, so this is what I had to remember what all it was. So Dee Dee fancied herself a witch, okay? She yes. did. So she said, you're never going to find love. You're never going to, you know, you'll never have that. She said that to Gypsy. She goes, I'm going to put a hex on you. Mm-hmm. And she did. And what she did is she got a mason jar and she put a picture of Dan, the guy mm-hmm. from what the, she tried to run away with, mm-hmm. picture of Gypsy, mm-hmm. a cow tongue. Uh-huh. And a little bit of Gypsy's period blood. Yeah. And put it in the jar. And she, like, did her little voodoo over it and buried mm-hmm. it in the backyard. Mm-hmm. By the way, as I was watching this, I was sitting right here watching it. And obviously the TV shares a wall with Eric's office. And Eric was like, I can hear bits and pieces of that. And that's crazy. He knew <laughs> nothing about it. But he was like, oh, my God, some of that is wild. And he knows nothing about it. Because that's just objectively crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So, I mean, that was nuts. That, like, some of this, I'm just watching it going, like, what? Like, I, my jaw is, like, on the floor. Oh, the part with the silk tie Mm -hmm. is after she meets Nicholas Godijan. Got it. So, okay, let's just, that's the next thing is Nick. So, he... Is an odd fellow. Um, he clearly has some mental issues clearly. also. And I let Eric know. Eric was making his lunch today. And I was like, well, the guy. I was Because Eric knows nothing about this, okay? So I'm like, well, the guy who actually, like, killed her mom, um, they were talking online. And he said his alter ego really yes. likes to kill. Yes. And his alter ego was... Um, Victor, who's yes. a 500 year old vampire. Yes. And Eric's face was like, Excuse me? Um, if that's not reason enough for him to have been found not guilty by reason of insanity, I don't know what is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I'm not saying he shouldn't be in prison, but maybe like a mental institution yeah, where he can yeah, get the I help hope, he needs. Yeah. I, I would hope that he gets some, some help because, man. Um, I have so much more with, with him, um, like notes wise. So the thing is, the thing that was kind of crazy. And again, like, I know we talked about trigger warnings, like seriously, I know we've already talked about like assault, but this is a little bit, this is like another version of that. So just skip forward a couple minutes, uh, if you don't want to hear about it. So, um, in the documentary, they talk about, um, he, they're, they're planning, you know, the murder, um, over like DMs on this like private Facebook, mm-hmm. um, that her mom didn't know about this hidden Facebook account. And he says that he wants to assault the mom mm-hmm. before he kills her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, 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 no. So then we come to the day 
and he kills the mom, which was like, oh my gosh, like her, her account of it. Cause she was in the bathroom. He told her to get in the bathroom. Yes. Thank God he didn't like make her watch. Like, you know, like that would it have was been surprising to I me was that surprised he didn't want her too. to watch. Yeah. Um, Chewie agrees. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised that of that too. Um, but her like just account of what, like hearing her mom calling out her name for help, like that kind of thing and the screams i'm like oh my gosh like how yeah this was not a quick death no 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 they the murder weapon was a knife Mm -hmm. if you don't know and um they had discussed different methods Mm -hmm. uh like in dms it's so crazy um and then afterwards you know i don't know if it was like if he was in air quotes like his alter ego or what um if that personality was taking charge or what but he was like well i'm gonna assault you since Mm -hmm. you wouldn't let me assault the mom Mm -hmm. uh your mom and she was kind of like well i like you i wanted to do this anyway whatever but while it was happening she talks about like it was very aggressive and she told him to stop and he didn't right so i don't care and like you can be assaulted by a spouse. Like it doesn't matter if you say yes five minutes before and then you say no, when you say no, it's no, no means no. Yeah. And so, um, they made it a big point. They put text on the screen that said he has never been charged with sexual assault. Yeah. So I was kind of like, wow, okay, that's crazy. And I think part of why he wasn't is because like the next days when they're like waiting for their bus ticket, there's a video of her where she's making like sexual remarks Mm -hmm. towards him. Like she wants it and it's like, okay, but you can say no and then say yes and then say no again. Right. Or the opposite. Say yes, no, yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Especially when all you've ever known is abuse. Exactly. The things you're, the lengths your brain will go to to make that okay and Mm -hmm. make it something you can survive Mm -hmm. is wild. Yeah. So that was like a really hard like a whole that part of the documentary was probably the hardest to watch like the whole mm-hmm. like when he arrives for the murder and like right before um how she like gave her mom a big hug mm-hmm. and she was like I'm not dead yet like and yeah. it was just kind of like oh my god like whoa well you she know had about, no idea you know about the movie theater thing right did they cover that in the documentary? Um, they talk about the movie theater. Yeah, where they go, they like arranged for them to meet at the yeah. movie theater. They had sex for the first time in the movie She's, theater bathroom. But she said that he couldn't get it up. So well, they, they tried at least. Yeah, they tried. Yeah. They didn't. Um, yeah, no, I know about that. Um, Which is also wild to me. So crazy. But I mean, like, wow. It was It was just crazy. I, well... Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go. I have. I I think the bottom line for me is these are two people who I don't know about his story, but I would imagine he was probably abused. I don't think you get to be that dark without some kind of abuse in your life or witnessing some or witnessing it, whether he was the victim or watched somebody else be victimized. I don't think you get to that level of darkness without seeing some stuff. Definitely. These are two people who obviously weren't operating at a late teens early 20s state of mind Mm -hmm. and a perfect storm of events happened to bring them together Mm -hmm. and make this happen yeah and in vile files i don't know if that was like you got to this point yet where you know she they ask her about him about Mm -hmm. you know like it does she have like you know what what would she say like does she i don't remember how they phrased it but um 
she said, well, I've talked about this with, so she's talking about it with Ryan, her husband, and um, her ex-fiance that yeah. she would, like, um, I think his name was Ken, um, and, like, other people she dated and said, like, if, if I said the same thing to you that I said to Nick, like, when, when, like, hey. I saw this. Would, yeah. So she says, like, if I said, you know, like, if the, if she had said, would you would you do this for me? Mm -hmm. They would be like, no, we'll call the police. So like, she's like, as much as I'm like, as much as I'm, you know, I don't, I, I regret that it happened. And I, and I'm sure he has a lot of regrets about everything that's happened. Um, like it's, it just kind of is what it is. Like, you know, clearly he wanted to do it. Right. Um, he was looking, he had a taste for it and Mm -hmm. he wanted to do it. And like a normal human being would have said, let's go to the police. So, and I, I mean, I can't even begin to identify with that level of abuse. Totally. I've been very lucky that that's never been a a concern in my life. I would imagine it has to be difficult to reconcile the brutal vicious murder of your mother Mm -hmm. and also the brutal vicious murder of your abuser yeah i don't know how one would reconcile that in their brain especially when she's operating from a deficit the way she was and one of the i don't know there was a lady i don't think she knew she wasn't like a like involved with you know gypsy or any of them she just was brought in by the documentary Mm -hmm. people um to like comment on munchausen syndrome by proxy and she's i think it was that woman one of the professionals in there said they think that she suffered from like gypsy suffered from like a little bit of stockholm syndrome also oh absolutely you you are like obsessed with your captor like she loved her mother Mm -hmm. obviously but also recognized there was abuse going on well, anyway, so after, after the, um, the murder, you know, and they're, they go to, um, his mom's house, mm-hmm. um, which is, I think in Wisconsin or something. Um, and they're in Missouri. The murder took place in Missouri. Right. Um, I, I don't know. It seems like Gypsy felt a little bit guilty or she just like, she said in the docu series or documentary that. Um, she just knew her mom's body was just in the house and she felt bad about that. Mm -hmm. And she went into, um, on her mom's Facebook. Yes. She went to her mom's Mm -hmm. Facebook and my notes, this is exactly what I have in my notes. I have the Facebook post shocked in all caps and then wait, then I have the second, the second post shooketh. So the first post was, we killed that bitch, right? Or that something bitch like is that. Dead. That bitch is dead. Yeah. That's it. And then the second post was, "This is not spam." Like, yeah. <laughs> that like so people are. I was not. Hacked. I don't mean to laugh. I no. It was like whoa. It's just the ridiculousness. Because people thought it. it was like a hack, and it wasn't. Right. Um, so the second post, I was like, my jaw. If it was already on the floor, like it broke through the the foundation of this yeah. house. Like it was, it. I could not even believe. Yeah. Yeah. But she posts, she posts that, that she's, the mom is on the mom and her had a joint Facebook, which is just problematic in general. Totally. But they had to have one because for the updates on how she was doing and like for the con, you know, know? like that's, 
I'm not surprised. It but just all makes me sick that a parent can do this. Oh, totally, totally. And then the second post, though, like this, we I haven't been hacked. Like that's you know yeah. that was crazy. Yeah. Did am, okay. So am I getting it mixed up with another case? But did they mail the knife back to themselves? They didn't say that at all. That's probably something different. That's probably something. different. They didn't different. talk about it. She first of all, not Walmart getting like two two mentions in this docuseries so like the first thing was okay this kind of takes me back into something else i wanted to talk about um so gypsy had um shot Didi with a bb gun before mm-hmm. like but nothing was like you know obviously she didn't know it was a bb gun when right. she picked it up right. but so the thing that I first they said when Dee Dee goes to the doctor, sorry, I'm like, there's too many parts about this I want to talk about. <laughs> so when Dee Dee goes to the doctor, because she had some like she had to go yeah. to the emergency room, she said that she was robbed in the Walmart parking lot. OK, mm-hmm. so that's mention number Not one. the Walmart parking and that, lot. And they show a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> B-roll. OK, so I'm like, oh, not Walmart. Like getting called out here. All for press being is unsafe, better than no press. Literally. So then. <laughs> Then, um, this is, this goes back to Christy, the stepmom, mm-hmm. where, um, like Christy is b- hearing about this from one of the producers and she goes, I didn't know that. And she goes, but Gypsy did say there's things that she wants to talk to us about and tell us all the rest of the story in person. So you guys might know more than I know is what she said to the, the producer. But then she goes, they're like, well, she shot her with a BB gun like multiple times. And she's like, good for her. That's what the that's Honestly. what the stepmom said. I was like, Christy, you're a real one for that. Yeah. Sorry, Caitlin. Wow, um, Caitlin, this is that, not the time. But that there. So I have like a little ambiance on YouTube. You know, it's like a really scenic, you know, cabin mansion um, <laughs> on a lake. I like it these. Was I love to have yes. Um, I love to have these on the TV. Um, just when I'm just chilling uh, and. I have one up, but an ad just came up on YouTube, and we were talking about this before, and it was Jeremy Allen White, his um, Calvin Klein ad. It was like a little ad, so he was in his underwear, you know, Calvin Klein underwear or whatever. But um, anyway, so Caitlin, I was like, that, that, exactly. Caitlin was admiring the view. Um, It's a nice view. Anyway, uh, I typically don't find that view um, very nice, but in that ad, like, I don't know. He looked good in that ad, so... Um, was that Glenn Powell in that ad too, or was that all just Jeremy Allen White? No, it was just Jeremy. Oh. No, wow, Glenn Powell that was looks nothing one. like that. I just saw a leg. I couldn't tell who it was. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he has a deal with Calvin Klein. Okay. Um. Okay. Anyway, so back to the BB gun thing. So mm-hmm. then that was the first mention of Walmart. And then I wanted to talk about the Christy thing where she's like, good for her. And I'm like, slay Christy. You're a real um, one. Like truly. I'm like, wow. Okay. And, um, and then Walmart, the second mention Walmart got is the murder weapon was stolen from a Walmart. Gypsy stole the knife from a Walmart and they show the B roll again of Walmart, which is difficult to do because Walmart literally is crazy about their security. One of Eric's friends was on a bulletin board, like in the back of Walmart. Somebody we know got arrested you. at a Walmart because they inadvertently didn't scan something on at the self checkout. That's a whole different thing. This was not that Eric's friend. <laughs> I won't name <laughs> names, but um, 
you know, this person can safely go to Walmart now, but um, they were not allowed. Most of the people in the friend group will know who I'm talking about because it it was stupid. Like, it was dumb. No, I know. I know. You know who I'm talking about. Um. And she's a really nice lady. She's a very nice lady, like, and it wasn't never, on purpose. She would literally never. But and, I will never go to a Walmart self-checkout because every no. time that's what flashes through my head. No. Um, there's one of those lawyers on TikTok, the the blonde girl. She did a lot of the cover, coverage. Carrie of, Jernigan? I think that's sort of her name. She's is. from Girl's Arkansas? Skinny. Yeah, she did a lot of the coverage for. Um, she kind of looks like Lori Lashenik. She's. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Lori, shout out. Um, Sorry, I don't mean the name drop, but every time I watch her videos, that's who she I think does, of. She does, though. Oh, my God. She reminds me of Lori Leshenik. Yeah, you said that just a second ago. She, I don't... Um, <laughs> that's who she reminds me Roll of. Roll the tape. You said it. <laughs> um, anyway, so two shout-outs. Lori, that'll cost you. Um, so, not that you're <laughs> listening. But anyway, so she said, you know, that they did those things. Like, I'm a lawyer, and there's three things I will mm-hmm. never do. Go on a cruise was one. I don't remember her third one, but go on a cruise or use self-checkout. She mm-hmm. said, if I had to use self-checkout, I would, she goes, you know how they have the little cameras? I would really slowly show the camera each mm-hmm. item, put scan it, put it in the bag. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's like, I would never. And, let, and if I was forced, that's mm-hmm. what I would do. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would kind of goes into that. I don't even remember what the third thing was. But anyway, so, yeah, she stole the knife from gypsy sold a knife from a walmart which i'm like oh walmart mm. um okay but then here's the thing what was kind of crazy when they get arrested well first they think gypsy has been taken right they think the police which i mean why wouldn't they think that you right. know her wheelchair's there they're thinking oh my god like they took her they have no idea that she nobody's on to the ruse yeah she's not she's not sick she can walk you know right. whatever so all of her medications there, like whatever. So they they track them back to um, to Nick somehow, mm-hmm. and they um, they go to his house and they they take them in. I think she had a laptop that they had been chatting yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. They I think that's how they found their messages. Yeah. So um, the way so like Gypsy like they show video from the interrogations mm-hmm. for both of them, and this is the part. This was like horrific to hear so like the gypsy part it was just like she's so scared you can tell she's just like what what they're like Mm -hmm. your mom's dead and she's like wait what what and then the guy goes we know that you know your mom's dead so like yeah just stop and then she like she folds like a lawn chair she's like okay i've been lying the whole time i'm gonna tell you everything Mm -hmm. but she thought nick was you know keeping it they had a like a plan that they had run away together before right the murder took place and they didn't know but no they cut to nick's interrogation thing and he's like i stabbed her like four times the last time he's like i'm pretty sure i stabbed her in the lung like he's very he goes because it was really hard to get the knife out right that time and i have in here the note the way that the woman officer who is like she's taking his statement or like it wasn't even an interrogation Mm -hmm. because He's talking. He's, he's telling, just telling, he's telling them her. everything. Yeah. Um, the way she's just like, when he says that, I stabbed her like three or four times. The last time I think was in her lung uh, because it was really hard to get the knife. She's just like, okay. Like, like she hears that every single day, which I know, like being in law enforcement, you know, I get you have mm-hmm. to have like, but the, but the I way, couldn't. no, I couldn't either. But I'm just saying, I think even, even mom who was yeah. a police officer, yeah. I feel like she would be like, like 
the way this police officer, I'm just like, whoa, like you, yeah, she, you cannot tell me you expected to come to work today and hear that shit, you know? So I, I've had this conversation with mom, mm, like how, how do you sit there? And it's one thing to sit there and not react. Mm-hmm. It's another when, in, in our mom's case, she did a lot of interviews and interrogations with child molesters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and one of the best ways to get them to tell you what you want them to tell you mm-hmm. is to bond with them yeah to make them think that you're on their side to make them yeah. think that you understand why they did what they did yeah when i know that that is making her want to vomit totally it would make any adult want to vomit especially if you're like in law enforcement you know like, right yeah totally um, and she said, and I, this is not speaking for all police officers, but she said from her perspective, all she was thinking about was trying to get justice for somebody. Totally. Especially a child. Yeah. And but I think this was so fast. Like they, like he, they just came yeah. in that like this lady, like kudos to her. Cause she's just yeah. like, okay. Oh, yeah. oh, four times. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And she yeah. like writes it down. Like it was crazy. Like the way she was just like. Like, like someone was yeah. saying, well, you know, I actually ordered this, but, um, you know, I said no pickles, but then like the pickles yeah. were on it. Yeah. Like she was answering it. Like right. that was the conversation. Right. And I was like, I literally wrote down like, and I think wow. you, you do get desensitized to it. Yeah. Um, it was just what was said. You could be the most desensitized. So matter of fact. But the but like what he said, like the last right. one was in the lung, I think, because it was really hard right. to pull it out. Right. That part, I was like, yeah, I think there's Whoa. there's got to be some element of like, um, I don't want to say like leaving your body, but like you compartmentalize and you totally shut but that off. Man, it was crazy. Um, I couldn't do it. Another, me either. Me either. Um, another thing, there was a reporter on here who the reporter was like not. Which, you know, I'm not saying this is bad a bad thing. The reporter was not um, sympathetic to Gypsy at all, really. Oh, really? Like, she wasn't, like, you know, she she knew she had been abused and stuff. Yeah. But she was very much, like, critical. Like, I felt like she was actually pretty unbiased, especially for a journalist. Like, I was okay. kind of pleasantly surprised. And she was a journalist in Missouri. So she talks about, which I'm like, you know what? This was probably crazy when it happened. She talks about when... Gypsy arrives the first day in court mm-hmm. in the courtroom and how everyone like collectively gasped when she walked in looking totally normal into the like not like uh, she was clearly scared like petrified right. but like they thought she w- had cancer what had all these couldn't problems walk. couldn't walk yeah. and everyone thought that and like not that Gypsy was the one doing that it was her mom right. but like no one knew that part of the story at that right. point. They just knew the mom had been murdered right. and they didn't know. Right. So she talks about like being in that, that courtroom and the collective gasp from right. everyone in attendance, right. like not the judge or any of that, but like every, um, you know, person wa- like in the courtroom, right. like observing, right. They were shocked. And I'm like, I bet they were like, I yeah. never thought about that. Like that side of it. Right. It, it was crazy. Well, and I have to imagine that by the time they caught these kids, and I realize it wasn't that long. I think it but, was only like two days. Right. But they had time to start kind of digging into stuff. 
Yeah. So maybe they didn't know the extent of what was happening. But for a good day, like it was only like the next day or something right. they got caught. But they thought, they really thought until they found those messages right. that she had been kidnapped. So like right. for a good few hours, right. they thought she had been right. kidnapped. But I mean, at least for the police, they started to see that this wasn't oh, yeah. like a just But a, it was still pretty short. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Work. And with them being so um, visible in the community. Right. Like, I bet that they were like. Right. It, a day right. is not long enough to, you know, to wrap right. your head around that. No. Like, it was crazy. They had a house built for them by Habitat for Humanity. I know. I know. And it was a whole thing with, like, a ribbon cutting and, like, or maybe it wasn't a ribbon cutting, but, like, they had a whole presentation. They depicted a ribbon cutting, I'm pretty sure, in the yeah. act. Well, it, Not that it that's looks always like accurate, that, but, but I don't know if there was, like, an actual ribbon, yeah. like, yeah. you know. Um, and it, from what it looked like, it was a nice little house, like. it. Yeah, for sure. Well, then, okay, speaking of the house, so the dad, the lawyer, her lawyer mm-hmm. goes in. So the lawyer was hired by the dad and the stepmom, mm-hmm. you know, for her. And, okay, let me just say, he had the crazy eyes in the beginning when mm-hmm. he first sits down. Like, he really did. But, like, he was okay. I think he, you know, being in front of a camera, whatever, you're not used to that. Yeah. But he definitely was, like, sitting there, like, not talking yet. And he was, like, his eyes, like, it was crazy. Her lawyer? Yeah. So, but he was a nice guy. But anyway, he talks about, I, I just need to talk about this one part. He goes to, the, he goes, the first thing I wanted to do when they called me and hired me, the parents, mm-hmm. is that I wanted to go see the house. I wanted to go to the house and see, you know, mm-hmm. check the house out. So the dad and the stepmom and the lawyer go to the house and they're checking out the house. They're allowed. It's not like yeah. they were sneaking around. They were allowed to do this. So... He's like, he's like, you know, it looked like a hoarder lived there. The lawyer saying mm-hmm. this. Just wait, Caitlin. Oh, I know. He's saying it looked like a lawyer, like a hoarder lived there. And he says, hold on. He said there were like boxes stacked up. And he goes, there was one room where stuff was just thrown haphazardly, like throughout the room. Then they show a picture of that room. And when I tell you, I have a messier room in this house. <laughs> Then that room was, okay? I put, I put, then they show a picture of the room, and I felt attacked and judged, okay? <laughs> so, like, I'm definitely not a hoarder, but, like, that was not a hoarder room. Like, the one they showed. Yeah. Unless he's talking about a different room. Yeah. And then I was cracking up because he goes, Ex- everything was all a mess except for the medicine cabinet. It was, he says, pristine. They show it. Like, it was organized more than, like, like medicines were together. Mm-hmm. But, like, there was just stuff thrown in the bottom. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it was not pristine, like, by any means. I'm like, men. <laughs> like, what? So, um, that was just... Bottom line, you felt attacked. I felt attacked. <laughs> because he's like, it was like a hoarder. And there was stuff thrown haphazardly. And I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, they're not even going to be able to open the door. And it was like... You could see the most of the carpet. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, excuse me. <laughs> um, like, well, anybody who didn't know what was happening in that house would have been like, oh, this is the mom of a special needs kid. Like, stuff just totally. gets thrown to the side. Yes. So anyway, that happened. We know Gypsy was, you know, she actually, I didn't realize this. They didn't, they just did a deal. They didn't, yes. she didn't, um, there was no trial. There was no trial. She didn't go in front of a jury. I really think she, it would have been a gamble, but I really think she could have won. Um, she could have been found not guilty in front of a jury or like, um, I, I don't know. I don't trust juries. So. Yeah, I don't either, but I really think like, I really think that people, 
if the lawyer was good, then they well. they could have. No, I mean, like, I think he did the best. Like, yeah. And she said she, when she found out the deal, like, what her, like, what her sentence would be, like, she yeah. she thought worst case the whole time. She's thinking, like, 40 years, 30 years, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And they were like, you'll get the minimum for mm-hmm. second degree murder. So I guess in Missouri, there's no accessory to murder. No. So I she said that in bio files. So I'm like, okay. So that's why she had second degree murder mm-hmm. is what she was um, convicted of. And, um, she went for, well, her sentence was 10 years and Mm -hmm. she only, she served eight and a half. She got out early. Which is also in, I don't think there's accessory to murder in Indiana either. Oh, okay. But in Indiana, murder is a felony. Mm -hmm. And like, even if you're in the getaway car outside, you get the same charges as the person that actually killed somebody. Yeah. So just her being in the house and knowing what was going to happen in Indiana, she would have gotten... We don't the have degrees same. of murder, but she would have gotten the, the same, same charges thing. as the person wow. that did it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so she, when she found out it was 10 years, she was like, yes, yes, yes. Like she was like. 100%. She, Cause she was thinking it was going to be way longer. And she's yeah. like, how old will I, will I be when I get out? Like, you know? Yeah. And so she, 10 years, she was like, I'll take it. I'll take it. Like, you know. The wildest part to me mm-hmm. is she's my age. Literally. She's 32. Yeah. I know. She pretty, seems younger, honestly. Well, yeah, but, and but I'm pretty but sure her, she not was... even on like a maturity thing because like on Vile Files, like part of it at the end, they have someone call in with oh. a relationship question, yeah, and they're live like talking and they don't know who they're talking yeah. to until they like get oh and they maybe they do I yeah. don't know, but Gypsy actually like the it was like a a relationship question, yeah, and when I was like not Gypsy like being hitting the nail on the head with yeah. the answer, you know, you can like, tell she's had therapy. Totally. Just from the little bit I've watched. And I'll just say, too, like, I feel like just being around the other, like, people in prison, like, I bet she learned She learned real so quick. So much. Yeah. And real, like, seriously. At one point, she talks about in the documentary, because she's going for her parole hearing the next day, and she's getting ready for that, and she even says, like, how, what, I don't know, because before... The lawyer did all the talking. Now yeah. this time I'm going to be doing all the talking. Right. He won't be there. Right. Or, you know, he won't be talking right. at all. And so she was kind of like, do I go in being like a tough B? Right. Or do I, and she didn't do that. Thank yeah, God. Yeah, that would have ended but, badly. Totally. But it was, it was really interesting. She's like, I don't know. Um, yeah. But you can tell. She said that she had made like some friends. She actually like shouts out a girl that she, that's still I in. I saw that. On Vile Files. And they have like similar stories but not exactly um um she was born july 27th 1991 she's three months younger younger than me she's younger than you Mm. well so then the the um oh another christy shout out the stepmom because i just love her um (laughs) we need good stepmoms before the um parole hearing so christy went the dad i don't know exactly what he does but he he was not in the state yeah like he was yeah somewhere else um, and he couldn't be a character witness or whatever at the oh. at the parole hearing. He he was like not able to be there. So Christy went and was the okay. was a character witness. And um, they're FaceTiming before, so it's her and her husband FaceTiming. So like the oh, dad God. and the stepmom. And she's like, Christy's. Uh, this is what I have in my notes. Christy's talking to the dad on FaceTime, and she's like, "Okay, well I got to put my boots on. I got to go." And she's like, "Love you." And he's like, "Love you." And she goes like that. She goes, "Peace." 
and like <laughs> hangs up and i was just like honestly i love that so much um the other part that i want to talk about we need to like seriously get moving on this <laughs> is um we're running out of time here is gypsy and ryan's relationship you know i think i think I am in agreement with the dad and the, well, really the dad was like, whatever makes her happy. The stepmom and the stepsister. So, um, the mom and the stepmom and the dad have a daughter who's like 22 or something. Okay. So 22. an adult Mia. Yeah. Okay. Um, she, first of all, I, I'm like a ride or die for Mia, honestly, cause she met Ryan and she was grilling him. Yeah. She's like, um, she was just grilling him like in, and, and he was aware that that was going to happen, but he said back to Gypsy, uh, Gypsy said to the interviewer, um, Ryan said that his meeting with Mia went okay. Uh, he said, the first thing he said when he called was, wow, your sister's a firecracker, isn't she? I mean, she was, she was like, okay, but why do you need to do that? Like, why? So you were I mean, a fanboy? You were a fanboy? Like, that's honestly. That's I the loved it. correct behavior. Exactly. She was like the most rational yeah. one out of all of them. I would expect nothing less from you totally. if I was in that situation. Totally. Well, I agree with, so with Christy and with um, Mia, the stepmom and the stepsister, like they could get married if they want, but like, why do they have to get married right then? Like, why right. did they have to get married before she got out right. of prison? Like, right. w- like why did they, like, wh- what's the rush? They could have been on life after lockup. Literally, oh wait, I have so many things, Caitlin. I have things. I have things about commercials. While I was watching this, it was Lifetime, other shows, crazy. One of them is Prison Brides. I saw I so know. many commercials for I that. Know. Um. Anyway, um. Okay, so we'll just talk about that, and then I'll tell you my biggest gripe with the Gypsy Rose thing. Okay. okay. Um. And it's a funny biggest gripe. <laughs> um. So. The it was I think it was one of the shows that there was a commercial for was Secrets of Polygamy. Then oh, there yeah. was Prison Brides. Yeah. And then there was a commercial for this this like medication called Ro, like R O. And okay, this is inappropriate, I'm so sorry, but literally it's this lady and I think it's like for diabetes or something. Okay. And she's like who knew, like, how much of an impact a little prick could have? Like, that's what she says a when lot. she's talking about like pricking your finger for diabetes and i'm like who approved this dialogue a little prick can do a lot of damage literally so so it was so funny i was cracking up and then this is just like not funny but like i love it so much because this is the marketing side of me Domino's is slaying they have two things right now two promotions that i i'm like seriously Domino's. Domino's pizza okay the first one uh, everybody has a time where they burn their their dinner, like a big dinner, yes. and they need an emergency pizza. Yes. They're doing, when you order online, you then you can get a free emergency pizza. Obsessed. Oh, my God. How cute so is that? And then wait. They have another thing where Domino's has snow plows, and they go, you should never not be able to get a pizza because the roads aren't plowed. So if you're in a small <laughs> remote place or something, and they don't plow the roads, you can nominate, you can like go on their website, and you can say, come here and plow the road, I want a pizza, and they will do that. <laughs> and I'm like, I freaking love that. Domino's is so extra, and I'm here Domino's for it. Domino's is slaying. I loved that so much. For me to note it here, and I went in and told Eric, I'm like, Domino's, I'd love this. <laughs> and that's like me being a marketing nerd. Uh, there are certain commercials yeah. where I'm like, 
that's the best thing I've ever seen. So anyway, now really quick, do you have any final thoughts on any of that until I tell you my biggest gripe with the Gypsy Rose thing? Um, my final thoughts are she shouldn't have been in prison. I think that, go ahead. I don't, I think she should have been in prison, but I don't think for as that long. I think she should have been in some kind of, and I think the same thing for Nick go to John. Um, they should have been in some kind of, um, prison mental health institution Mm -hmm. where, I mean, it's prison. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to leave, Mm -hmm. but you're getting all of the services that you need. So did, um, oh, we didn't even talk about the one thing you wanted to talk about. Um, she did say on Vile Files that, like, she doesn't call the people that she was, like, um, like living with in prison yeah. cellmates. She calls them roommates. And she did say it was like they were in, like, an apartment. Like, they had a key to their door. Yeah. So was she in minimum security? I have no idea. It's Chillicothe, I think. Chillicothe, is how, yeah. Is that how you say it? Um, but... I mean, they had a Super Bowl party. You were saying that. They did they have had a, a Super, Super Bowl, Bowl party. party. She said they had a Super Slay. Bowl party, and that was one of the notes I took. I went, I wrote Super Bowl party and, like, underlined it In with, like, prison? three question yeah. marks. So I think it was, like, you know, there was some aspects of that. I mean, I feel like she's, like, more adjusted than I would have thought she, she was. She was in Chillicothe, Missouri, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a Chillicothe, Ohio. Oh. Wow. Well, um, while you're looking that up... Oh, it's a medium security. Me- okay. So she must have been in, like, the... The... Not... Like, the lower risk... Yeah. Inmates. Yeah. Um, okay, here's my biggest gripe with the whole thing. You ready? Tell me. There's B-roll um, twice that features the dad's dog, and not once do they put the dog's name. <laughs> we need to know the dog's name. It's the dad's dog. Like, there's two times... <laughs> At least, where I'm like, oh, pupper. pupper, and they don't put the dog's name, and that's a crime. That's a crime. Lifetime. That's the most important part of this whole thing. Yeah, I want to know the dog's name. So, and at one point, he's like, the dad is like on a boat, and mm-hmm. the dog is on the boat. He's a bayou dog. Oh my god. The one he's there like are alligators there. No, he's in the boat. He's not jumping off in, off the boat. He's, he's the captain. Now I'm concerned for his safety. No, 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 no. The dad is very responsible. Like, truly. He does seem very responsible. He does. He wasn't, like, he wasn't present, and he knows it, and he, like, the one thing, though, is that, uh, I'll just say this, with the Ryan thing, where they, he said at one point, like, why do they have to get married also? And then Gypsy said, if my dad, like, told me it wasn't a good idea, I wouldn't marry him. That's what he oh. said. And then the dad's like, well, if, you know, if it, you have to be, he gave some like good advice. He's like, well, I just wanted her to be happy. And then he said to her, like, you know, you have to be strong for him when he's having dark times or weak times. Mm-hmm. And then he needs to do the same thing for you. And if you, if you are in love, he goes, I didn't love your mom and I married her. And you know, I regret that. And she's he like, said I know. He didn't love her mom. Yeah, he says oh. that in the beginning that they got married because she was pregnant and not because oh. they were in love. He says that in the very first episode um and so she knows that she's like i know i know um i know and he goes don't do what i did like don't don't do that you know so basically they got married and then he was like i'm so sorry i just i can't and divorced her i know and then um but he said don't do what i did and don't you have to be in love if you're in love then you know go ahead yeah but yeah i did 
have to, I kind of cackled. They did a, an interview with maybe Entertainment Tonight where they did like a version of the newlywed game. And they were getting, they got, I would say like 95% of the answers correct. Mm-hmm. And the interviewer was like, wow, you really know each other. And I'm sitting there going, yeah, all they could do was write letters to each other. No, they like, could talk. They were all, well, you no, know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, but they, no, no, no. She said at some point, like in the last, like over the last, cause they've been together like two years at yeah. the time of the docu-series. Right. I'm just saying like what they, what she said is like during that time, her prison changed where they, they had tablets and they could do FaceTimes and stuff anytime. Right. right. Anytime. But I'm saying there was no like. No, I get it. I'm just saying there they was were a talking. physical barrier. So yeah. they couldn't do no, physical totally. things. No, totally. So like their only option was to talk and get to know each yeah, other. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. I'm like, they weren't just writing letters. They were on the phone. Right. Hours a day. They were he communicating. Said, he said, he said, uh, like Ryan said, that he was spending like like $350 a month on like, you know, JPay. I don't know what that is over oh, the jail. Oh no, I know what that is. Like, I get it. I just never heard it called that. No, he was talking about like for, cause they were talking so much, like his phone bill was like running up, like, uh, you know, cause they talk for hours and hours. Yeah. He no, didn't have unlimited. I just call it JPay because there's a page on TikTok where <gasps> male inmates get on and they're like, Hey, I'm so-and-so I'm looking for this and that. And Okay, no. Contact me on JPay if you want to talk. Mm, no. And I am oh, wait. obsessed with that page. Wait, I have a, um, I can't tell you which, I don't know which jail it was. Um, when I worked at, in retail, and then like a couple jobs ago. Yeah. Um, I, the phones for the store would ring in the back too. So like if oh, they okay. were too busy, like if the front phone rang the back phones all of them would ring so that's how you would know if someone was calling the store or just calling me is only my phone was ringing it was Mm -hmm. just to me like the manager phone but if it was uh, all the phones were ringing because there was phones around there yeah then it was a just general and so when they were busy up front then i would answer in the back so i answer and it's like uh incoming call from whatever the jail whatever jail it was and do you not know this? No. Oh my gosh. Oh no. my gosh. So that's what it said. And it's like, do you want to accept it? And I was just like, sure. Not my buddy. Okay. I was just like, <laughs> okay. And so I accept it. And it's this guy, this, he sounded kind of young, like probably early twenties. And he was like, oh my God, like. I only have, like, I don't have enough to call uh, my mom. I do remember yeah. this. Okay. <laughs> so he's like, I called the wrong number. And he's like, this is so weird. I'm so sorry. He's like, but like, is there any way you could call my mom and tell her I need money for the commissary <laughs> and whatever? And so I'm like, I guess, sure. So he gives me the number and I call this woman <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, you are an angel sent from heaven thank you so much for calling like i didn't know first of all i didn't know if she knew he was in jail or not so i'm like i'm like um this is really awkward and random i'm so sorry um but he accidentally called me called our store and he asked if i would call you because he couldn't call again he didn't have any more time to call and she was just like oh my gosh no thank you so much like she knew i could tell she knew and it was the funniest thing that's ever happened to me. It's, it's giving that Cat Williams skit where he's like, white people are so friendly. He's like, <laughs> you call them yeah. with the wrong number in the middle of the night. They're like, let's figure this out. What number did you dial? <laughs> the way that is exactly how it was. 
And if it doesn't work, call me back. That's uh, yeah. He couldn't call me back though. But yeah, he was like, I'm just like, what's her name? Like, what? Okay, how much money do you need? Oh my need? god, like, that's so hilarious. I called and I was just like, what if she doesn't answer? Um, she did answer though, and it it was so funny. I was cracking up. We should try to find them. I have to no follow clue. up. There is no way I would even know. Damn it. Maybe I'll clip this part and it can be our clip on if TikTok. If you called a workplace. <laughs> a workplace. Instead of your mom in yeah. the Northwest Indiana area between what year was it? Uh, I mean, 2011 <laughs> to when was Jameson born? What year? 2018. 2018. <laughs> That's was big... it the Porter County Jail but or no, the Lake probably, County Jail? It probably was 2013. I don't know which jail it was. Girl! Um, it was probably like 2013 to 2018. So, because I was a manager. If already. you called a workplace in Northwest Indiana between 2013 yeah. and February of 2018, and you talked to a girl and asked her to call your mom for you because you dialed the wrong uh-huh. number. Totally. Please reach out. That's like the funniest thing that ever <laughs> happened to me there. But I was just kind of like, I don't know. Or if you were the mom that received a phone <laughs> okay. from this Wait, girl. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me see. I think there was a um, there was a affirmation that popped in while we were on here. But oh. now I don't see it. I was going to follow it up. with. Okay, here we go. Are we ready? We'll end on this. And we got to stop because we... Um, I think Eric wants to leave the office um, (laughs) and he's been stuck. Um, Okay, here it is. I am an arrow. The universe only pulls me back to shoot me forward. Okay, Katniss Everdeen. (laughs) That's me, Katniss. Okay, guys. uh, Until next time. Bye.